I am who he says I am. Sometimes we've got to open up our mouth and we've got to declare the word of the Lord over our life. We declare the goodness of God over our life. We just declare the hope of the Lord over our life. I am who God says I am. He's given me the authority to declare that. Such a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's so good tonight to be with you on this Good Friday and to share in this time of remembrance of the cross and the power of the blood of Jesus in our life. And so I say welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to our family reunions. We see so many of our friends and family online tonight. We're just so glad that you have taken the time to join us as we remember this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story of the cross. And I want to take a few minutes tonight to invite you into a time of worship where we come and give thanks for all that the cross has represented in our life. A time of worship where we lift our hearts, where we lift our voice and we give God praise for the cross and for the beauty of the cross. In Acts, the fourth chapter, It says like this, this Jesus is the stone that you builders have rejected. And now he has become the cornerstone. This Jesus is the stone that you builders have rejected. And now he has become the cornerstone. And there is no one else who has the power to save us. There is only one name whom God has given authority by which we must experience salvation and that is in the name of Jesus that is in the name of Jesus and our heart goes up in praise and worship for the name that's above every other name and we declare over our lives tonight that he is Lord and that he is King as we move through this holy week and moving into Sunday when we will gather again online here to to worship to lift our voice to celebrate the Easter, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. We'll take communion together on Sunday. But tonight, I just want to take a few minutes out of this time and just say we've come to declare the name of Jesus tonight and remember the power of the cross, the power of the cross and what God has done. Philippians tells us that he existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought of seizing equality with God as he as a supreme prize instead he emptied himself of the outward glory and he reduced himself to a form of a lowly servant he said i didn't come to serve but i come i didn't come to be a servant but i've come to serve others he became a human he humbled himself and became vulnerable and choosing choosing to be revealed as a man and obedient he was perfect example even to his death like a criminal of death by crucifixion because of the obedience, his obedience to the cross when he stood in the garden and he prayed that prayer. He said, Lord, not my will, not what I desire, not what I want, 
This is what I was born for, this moment. He said, not what I want, but what you want. It's what you desire. Let your will be done. And because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. And he now has been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. And everything and everyone will one day submit to this name. In the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and even in the demonic realm, they will all one day submit to this name, the name of Jesus. And they will all bow before him one day. And they will all declare one day that Jesus Christ is Lord. This Jesus, a man without a single sin, gave himself as a ransom for our sin. What an amazing thing to think about. Amazing thing to think about that a man that had no sin took on my sin. Titus 2 tells us this. He sacrificed himself for us that he might purchase our freedom from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people of his very own. He sacrificed himself. He gave himself to purchase our freedom so that he could purify us to be his own. You know what he's saying? He's saying, I'm inviting you into a secret place with me. I'm inviting you into a holy place with me. I'm inviting you to come up and be with me. I'll give everything just to be with you. I'll sacrifice everything just because I want to know you in a way like I've never known you before or you've never known me before, really. He, he, he was trying to say, I, I want to put my arms around you. I want to love you. I want to embrace you. And, and, and there is no greater love than this when we think about the cross. We were drifters walking in the darkness, no hope, no hope. We had no hope. Then Christ came, and he denied himself. He denied the things that he wanted, and he, and he, and he surrendered to a bloody cross after being beaten and spit upon, and then a crown of, of thorns placed upon his head, stripped naked before the world. But he said not a word because when all of this was going on, he was thinking about this day. He was thinking about this night. He was thinking about you. He was thinking about how much he loved you. So he said not a word. He became the spotless lamb. A lamb without blemish. He became the sacrifice for every generation to come. He came to save us. He came to save us but many still rejected his love. He was considered a nobody, not even worthy of respect. When he went into his own town, they treated him as though he was nothing. But he was yet so willing to carry a cross upon his back and our sickness and our pain and he endured all the torment and all the suffering for us. 
It was because of our rebellion, not of his own rebellion. It wasn't his own rebellion that led him to the place to be beaten and, and, and tortured and, 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 and the spear being pushed into his side. It was not of his own rebellion, but he was taking on our rebelliousness. Our, 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 our sin, our brokenness, he was taking it all on. And he said, give it to me. Give, me. give me the cross. Give me the sins. Give me the brokenness. Give me the hurt. Give me your pain. I want, I, I want, to, I want to take on all of that for you. And because of our sins, he was crushed. He endured the punishment that made us completely whole. And it was in his wounds that he found our healing and there's never been a time more than we could captive uh, we, we could capture this thought right here that it, it, it was on the cross it was the beating of his back it was the it was the stripes upon his back that he took on all of our sickness and i'm just declaring over our nation and over the world even on this good friday that god is the healer of the world today he is the healer of the virus today But he's also the healer of the broken heart. He's also the healer of the wounded spirit. He's also the healer of those things that have happened in your life and the condition that you may be in tonight because of something you did or something maybe someone did to you. He has come to heal tonight the brokenhearted. And you might say, this was a story long ago. This is just another Easter story. Another, another holy day, another, uh, another, well, I won't have to say, I can't say another like many before because we've never had an Easter like this before. We've never come to this crossing in the road before. I, 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 we've, never, we've never had the time that we could really, I would say on this Easter, on this, on this Good Friday, we're focusing more than we probably ever have focused on the cross. And the opportunity to say, God, we're looking to you. You are our source of help. You are our source of strength. So, so it may have been just another story, but, oh, this is my story. This is your story. This story was just not some ancient story, but this is a story for today. The story of the cross. And it's just as powerful today as it's ever been. And when the Lord was looking throughout eternity, before even the beginning of time, he saw you and he knew you. I want you to hear that today. Before the very beginning of time, he saw you and he knew you. And when Jesus went to the cross, he had you in his thoughts. Well, I don't know if I believe that or not. Well, let me just tell you something tonight. When Jesus went to the cross, he died for every generation every generation he died for you he died for your sins he died for your brokenness he took stripes upon his back for your healing he loves you and he sent his son to die so that you wouldn't have to be trapped in your simple broken life in the pain of this world but he came that you might be set free that you might have the freedom and have and live in a place of abundance Live in the goodness of God. Live in the blessing of God. Live in the hope of God. Live in the peace of God. That's what he came here for. 
free from sickness, free from sorrows that are in this world. He came to bridge the gap. He came to be the intercessor to bring us back into right relationship with our heavenly father. Because the scripture says, because of one man, Adam, sin, we entered into sin. But because of the second Adam, Jesus Christ, we have been reunited with the father. And he is a good father. He's a good father. And he has great plans for our life. He's a good father. And maybe you're out there tonight and, and you're listening to me tonight at, at, at home in your living room or maybe in your car, wherever you're at. But I want to tell you that there's a good father who loves you. And you may have been hurt by your father. You may have been hurt by the things of this world. You may have been abandoned this life. But I want to introduce you to a man named Jesus tonight who came and he tore down that the divide between you and our heavenly father so that you could go boldly into the throne room of grace and you could sit in the presence of the almighty God and you could feel his presence no matter where you are at any time you can experience jesus and his saving grace you can experience the love of a father that would come and and and, and scoop you up in, in your times when you when times in life is difficult he would put his arms around you and he would carry you your hope your hope so you ask the question, why would this day be called Good Friday when we look at the brutal scene of the cross? I'll tell you why it's a good day. It's a good day because we're celebrating your freedom. Because of the cross, we're celebrating the goodness of God. Because of the cross, we're celebrating how wonderful it is that we're no longer separated, but we're united. And we get to commune with the Father we're no longer children walking around like orphans, wandering around hopeless, not knowing who we are. I love that song tonight. I am who he says I am because I know who he is, who I am. Because, he, because of the cross, I could declare tonight that I know that I am a son or I'm a daughter of the Lord and that I have a good father who loves me. And I'm not sure where you are tonight in your relationship with God. But this one thing I know on this Good Friday, that there's a father who loves you like crazy. He loves you like crazy. He loves you so much. He loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you on the cross. And I don't know about you, but I, I want this to be more than just another Good Friday to me. But I want this to set deep in my spirit. God, you love me so much. You're so in love with me. You're so crazy about me. And I look back over my life, and I look back at the mistakes I've made, and I look back at the times when I walked away from God, and I look back at the situations in my life where I, I, I chose to do something other than serve him, but yet he always was there speaking to me. He was always there. He was there in the middle of the night when, 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 when I was strung out on drugs. He was there when I was, when, I was, uh, when I was living a life of craziness and I was in the bar rooms where I was trying to, to, to run from this purpose and calling to God. And even in the running, he was running after me because he's crazy in love with me. And he's crazy in love with you. And no matter where you go, 
you're going to find that he's there loving you. He's going to be speaking to your heart. He's going to be talking to you because a father would send his son to die. Do you think he would just let you go without trying to reach you? No. No, there's no greater love than this. So maybe you're going through a rough season in life and maybe times are hard and maybe you're not sure what the next is and and where you're going or what God is doing in your life. But I want to assure you of this. God is near you. I want them to come back and sing this song again. I want them to come back and sing. And I want us to declare over our life that God, who God says we are, that's who we are. And that we don't have to walk around aimlessly. We don't have to come around just, we don't have to come around just wondering. But we can trust in the Lord. We can trust in the Lord. And on this Good Friday, I want you to just stop right where you are. And I want you to begin to whisper the name of Jesus. Just say his name. Just whisper his name. Lord, I just want to speak your name. Lord, I want you to come near to my heart tonight. I thank you for the cross. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you for the goodness of the Lord in my life. I just whisper your name. I whisper your name, Lord. There's no other name in the middle of the chaos of life that we're going through right now. In the middle of the ups and the downs, the middle of the hurt and the pain. As I was reading this morning, a good friend was telling the story of one of his friends. That had passed from this life due to the coronavirus. And I've thought to myself, Lord, you're the healer. Come and heal our land. I want you to reach out tonight. I want you to just take some time right where you are. And I know, look, look, I, 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 don't, I, I don't even want us to, we get so, sometimes I think we may be just a little too distracted in this life. Even in this time where we're, where we're slowed down a little bit and, 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 and we're just, it's just a different world, but yet we're still distracted. Too many distractions. I think God wants to speak to your heart. He wants to tell you that he loves you. And he loves you so much that he gave his son to die for you. Let's just take a minute right where you're where you're at this evening. Let's humble ourselves before the Lord this evening. Maybe you want to just stop what you're doing right now and bow your head before the Lord and say, God, I thank you for the cross. You're my champion, Lord. You robed yourself in humanity and you came to this earth, God. All for me. And 
the enemy's tried to lie to me and tried to get me to believe that I was something or somebody that you didn't create me to be. But this afternoon, Lord, this evening, God, I'm coming to you and I'm saying, God, I surrender it all to you, Lord. I thank you for the cross, God. I thank you for your goodness, God. And I declare over my life, God, that I am who you say that I am. And so I give you my heart tonight, Jesus.